Hey buds, today we smoke two strains that keep our mouths busy. Mm. We cover news stories ranging from a grow-up straight out of GTA to, seriously, a motherfucking lava fire. No shit. And a conversation that's better on weed? All of this and more, today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's masticate. Shank, what the fuck? Google it. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 43, airing Monday, July 5th, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Before we start, I'd like to thank Lumenspot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all the other ones before it. Check out their links below in the description, and we'll talk more about them later. So, Curtis, how are you doing today, man? Well, Shank, I am doing pretty all right. Uh, mm. You know, just had my basic everyday kind of stuff. You know, hung out with people, hung out with uh, the lady friend a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, had to work, worked a little bit more on the podcast. Uh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's cool. You, you all right, man? <laughs> I'm a little sore, man. Uh, I did more physical activity today than I normally would do, and uh, it's it's... Left my body doing, uh, what's, what's the term I'm looking for here? Uh, screaming in old age misery. Ah, the classic, <laughs> you know, the classic fundex of pain. Yeah, yeah, the, cl- the classic fundex of pain. Yeah, no, I, I did a little bit more, like I was saying, a little bit more physical activity than I'm used to. Um, but I am still extremely excited to do this episode. I'm really, really stoked to, uh, you know, share the strain that I've got with the buds for this week. Um, still feeling all right, but this cannabis will oh, yeah. definitely uh, yeah, you're help my probably... body feel as good as my brain. You're probably itching to get to that cannabis, but we also got to know how you buds are doing, and there's one way that you can do that. It's absolutely true. You got to go and check out our Facebook, Instagram, and our Twitter for some really great behind-the-scenes content and some funny stuff that we post there regularly. You can jump on there and, you know, just check it out. We always keep you updated. It's really, really great. We also have a Discord you can hop on to where we have some great conversation. You can pop on there. You know, fire us off a message. We check in there daily. Links will be downstairs for you buds in the description. Oh yeah, we we need some healing words for Shank right now because he's Please aching, do. he's quaking. Give me some yeah. love, help help my body heal. Thoughts and donors. Exactly. <laughs> um, but while we're also talking on uh, Discord and stuff like that, if you want to support the show a little bit further, you can jump on our Patreon page and donate there. We have several tiers that you can choose from, including behind the scenes content exclusive for Patreon and the ability to listen in on the show live. Again, links are downstairs below. If you do, you can join our other awesome patrons such as Isaac and Benji. And it starts as low as a dollar, so it would be really cool if you buds could jump on. It's true, and we absolutely appreciate our patrons, but we also appreciate all of you buds at home who take the time to like, comment, subscribe, share this with all of your buds. We cannot thank you enough for whatever you do to help us grow our community and grow our audience. Exactly. And if you could just share with the next bud, that can share with their two buds, and they can share with their two buds, and that's like 16 buds right there. Sharing is caring, homies. Uh, So what do you say we get on with the reviews, brother? I agree to that. Good review, good All right, Curtis, so what are you burning for the buds today at home? Well, Shank, today I am burning on some peanut butter breath. Nice. Oh, yeah. As some of the buds at home should probably know, I am quite a fan of the uh, breath family line. I've smoked some Punta breath, some Grandpa's breath. I've smoked Mendo breath. Smoked quite a few of the breath. I do like breathing. It's I do breathing? like breathing in this nice One of your campus. hobbies. 
it's one of my favorite hobbies. Now, breathing in cannabis is one of my second hobbies. Mm -hmm. And this is a cannabis that I definitely like to breathe in. Originally, it was bred by Thug Pug Genetics. And the phenotype specifically that I have today was grown independently by a private grower out of the Metro Detroit area. Mm -hmm. Peanut butter breath is a 50-50 hybrid strain and is a cross between Dosey Does and Mendo Breath. Nice. Obviously, Mendo Breath is usually, yeah. you know, one of the fathers of these, yeah, all the they, breath strains. Men, Mendo, breath, Mendo Breath is the root, usually. Usually one of the roots. Yeah. Uh, now, this is a very nice new variant that I would definitely like to smoke on. As for the strain look itself, it is a nice combo of both mid-size, I would say, bulbs, like tip of the nug bulbs, like little rounded off uh, portions, mm-hmm. and also these long bugs buds that look like they were kind of just growing off the side but peeled off and they look fantastic like I, I, I love, long ones i love long buds like like greyhounds oh yeah they're or, good um, long boys yeah <laughs> oh yeah they're really good buses um but anyway <laughs> it's uh they're very dense and but they do have this nice soft crunch to it like you know it's very soft soft and then it just snaps very nicely nice yeah uh, the nugs themselves are very natural, kind of open. You can kind of see a little bit through the uh, leaves a little bit more as opposed to those crumpled up, uh, rounded off nugs. Yeah. The colors throughout it are mainly a chartreuse green, kind of that yellowish greenish color. And it's, like I said, through and through with that color. Little bits of shamrock green at the tips of some of the leaves, but not so much. And... This is combined with these little spurts of reddish-orange hairs that just kind of dot the outside of it, and a nice crystal coating that can be seen in some light, but it, it it's not fully apparent. You yeah. Know? It, it's nice and when you can see it. Yeah. Now, the strange shit about it is the scent. <sighs> and the reason it is the strangest shit is because I can see why they call it peanut butter breath. Oh, yeah? It surprisingly has a very forward and very potent nutty scent at the beginning. (laughs) Nutty. (laughs) Nutty. Like, I'm saying, like, a peanut patch, but with less children who are getting bullied. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) It also, you can also smell, like, the earthiness and a little bit of, like, a floral scent of, like, the vines and stuff. But all in all, I'm smelling just... This very nice nutty scent, a little bit of saltiness, and it really just smells kind of like peanut butter with a little bit of kush behind it, and a slight tiny bit of mint at the end. That's all awesome. All, that'd, be, that'd be great in uh, peanut butter weed cookies or something. Absolutely. Oh, it would just fucking like double up, and it kind of makes me want to eat, eat the strain right now. But <laughs> I can't do that. We're going to need to smoke it so I can let you buds know how it is. But before I can do that, Shank, why don't you let the buds know what you are smoking on today? Well, today, buds, I will be burning on some Truro Wedding Mint. Um, it is a cross of Wedding Cake and Kush Mints. This specific phenotype is grown by Truro Cannabis. Mine has been lab tested at 24.2% THC, which is pretty good. But some have been lab tested as high as 28% THC. Uh, so it is known as a very potent THC strain. It does get down to like 21, but you know, it's in the 20s. Uh, for the THC percentage in it. So it's pretty cool. It's a hybrid indica this week, so I will be smoking a, a, an indica leaning strain for you buds. But 
I am so stoked I picked this one out. Because visually, it is exactly what I love in a nug. It is a dark, very dark green. We're talking like super dark green. Like a forest at night. Dense nugs with a sexy caramel coated look. They like they've got these olive greens, these browns, and really subtle orange tones that blend together to give it that really nice caramel aesthetic, like that kind of like mm-hmm. caramel brownish. When you look at it from like a distance, when you get close, you can see the different colors kind of spread apart. Right, a little but bit. at its distance, it kind of just looks like it's all like caramelized together. Yeah, like, like it, yeah, like the color of a caramelized onion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of like brown, like how it gets yep, that yep. nice brownish tone. Um, and you definitely know what I'm talking about there. Uh, everybody loves caramelized onions. If you don't, you're a monster. But <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not really my opinion. But honestly, it's it also has this really thin sheen of crystal on the outside of it that gives it a very nice shimmer in pictures, but also adds to the caramel aesthetic because it looks like somebody melted sugar on the outside of it. Like, you know, like it's got that sugar glaze. Uh, right, which a nice v- shimmer to it. Exactly, right? And it, it, the nugs themselves are very dense and spongy, but they're sticky to handle, which is rare for me because most of the time when you buy them from the cannabis, uh, like from the shop or whatever, they tend to be a little bit drier. They've been there for, you know, they've been packaged and tri- like taken care of. And so they, they're not dry, dry, but they're a bit more crumbly. But this one leaves your fingers feeling nice and sticky. It reminds me of, like the old days when you'd get a bag and you'd be like, you'd take a nug out and hippie pick it all apart. And then your fingers would be like <coughs> when you're trying oh, to yeah. feel it apart. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it's yeah. So it's like that. And I love that. So aesthetically, the 10 out of 10 for me for for the visuals. Now, the smell. OK, it's 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 sweet, very cheesy, very peppery. And it's got a little bit of hit of like fresh herbs, almost like cilantro or parsley. You know what I mean? Like the, right. like the thyme parsley, like the fucking herbs on a shelf in the kitchen. It's got that kind of smell. Um, it's very, very pungent and distinct Kush smell though, over top of everything. Like it's like it's right away. It's like, hey, I'm a Kush, duh. Um, and so it's it's really cool because it's a, it's a nice balance of sweet and savory smells. That kind of just it's it's an appealing thing. I I enjoy it, and I certainly. Like, I can't wait to try some. Um, but before we do, I got to remind the buds to go and check out our Instagram page because we post pictures of these nugs there regularly every week when we're smoking them. But if you want to check out the YouTube channel already, which you should be on, they're floating behind our heads when we talk about them. Super cool. Curtis does a great job. But if you're not that kind of visual person, you'd rather go to Instagram, check us out there. Go to at goodbudspodcast. We post pictures of these nugs every week as well as other cool content for you buds to like. Give us a follow while you're there, and we would really appreciate it. And I'm sure you would appreciate knowing whenever we're doing something cool. Exactly. We always got some announcements and some strains and other stuff up there. And if you want some more content to be going across your Instagram feed, you can go to my personal Instagram at goodbudscurtis. I take some massive bong hits and I also do some behind the scenes editing of the YouTube videos that you guys can check out. Yeah, he's not lying about those massive bong hoots. I love watching every time he uploads a new video. But you can also go to mine if you feel like it. It's at GoodBudShank. I post all kinds of really interesting pictures of just miscellaneous crap I feel like taking pictures of, as well as myself smoking uh, blunts, cannabis, and different smoking devices, and just having a generally good time. And if you want to go onto those accounts, any of those three, links downstairs for you. Click that follow button so that you get notified every time we pop up some interesting content for you. Exactly. We would love that. And... Like we said, we love going on there, we love smoking, but we also love smoking on here, and I got a bong pack right here, and I know, Shank, you've been itching to get some oh, cannabis inside your sweet, sweet I little am titties. so prepared to have this meat <laughs> all up in my titties. <laughs> Alright, so I got my bong packed. I got my bong packed right here. 
and did hopefully you just break the your letter <laughs> no it's, and hopefully the buds at home have their bongs packed their bowls packed their joints rolled their blunts rolled their bongs ready their vapes ready their bongs ready their edibles have been taken and their bongs are ready did i just it laugh is... like tigger <laughs> just, let's just get on let's with this let's blaze it toke toke skaboke toke skaboke Wow. <laughs> so, Curtis, how's that tasting for you today, man? Oh. Wow. So, it's a very warm, calming, <laughs> very good hit. Um, It kind of travels, it travels down the back of the throat, kind of sticks on the tongue for a little bit. I can definitely feel a nice vibration tingle up to the back of my head, to the bottom of the brain. Hmm. Very nice and smooth. Definitely would be nice for a beginner. And as for the flavor, it's fucking peanut butter. <coughs> yeah, buddy. <coughs> I, yeah. I love when they so, nail the name with the string, like, you know, the flavor with the name. Absolutely. And I, this is my one time I'm going to say no homo for this next couple of sentences. It is a sweet, nutty flavor. It is very creamy and it tastes excellent in my mouth. <laughs> Does it go deep down your throat? Deep down the throat, fucking nice to the esophagus, tickles the back, and it just feels absolutely great when this creamy, warm, calming sensation of this nutty goodness busts in my mouth. Yeah, and you just let it flow out after, right? Of course. Like I said, no homo. But excellent strain. Maybe some Uh, (laughs) Shank, how about you? What is your uh, strain tasting like? Um, Honestly, man, it's fantastic. It is... Once the, the name, they nailed it with the strain as well because it's Kush, right off the get go, and mints. It's seriously weird how much of a flavor of mints that it has. It's almost like a sweet, like a spearmint, or like, you know, those puck mints? Those little ones that you get at a wedding? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Weird, hey? But yeah, it tastes like one of those with that nice, like, kind of sweet, sugary coating on the outside, and it's got the mintiness to it and everything else, but. It, it loses a lot of the cheesy notes and a lot of the herbal notes, but overall, that mint is a hit, man. It's so good. It's very menthol, very cooling, and uh, like it just feels really gen- generally great on my throat. Like, I mean, I know I coughed a little bit there, but that's because I got bitch ass lungs when it comes to taking lungs or bongs. But um, you know, like, but it was tasty, man, and it felt good. Like, it's it's leaving me right. even now with that nice minty feel on my tongue, which. That's sweet. Oh, yeah. I mean, I want, I want to smoke more, though. I mean, that bong was not enough to get rid of all of the pain in my body right now. But before oh, yeah. we do that, I'm sure we got to check something out, right? Of course. We got to figure out how other people were when they smoked their bong and they took their dabs and they took their whatever because they left their opinions online. And we are other stoners leaving our opinions online, giving our opinions to the online. You know the drill. Opinions. So this peanut butter breath is... Uh, has been shown to like i said it's been grown by many other uh companies many other phenotypes mine's from a private grower it was originally by thug pug there was another grower specifically uh clout king who's grown a version of it Mm -hmm. but the general conception of all of them is that it's a calming strain that brings you down to a quality state of chill and relaxation it has a happy euphoric high that helps with anxiety it does have a potential for dry mouth 
as well as dry eyes and dizziness. But I'm, I, you know, I don't think that's going to be too much of an issue. As always, I got beds, I got snacks, I have a bed to lay down in. I do have eye drops if I need those. But yeah. and if you get dizzy, what, what were you saying you do? If you get, what, what's your technique like, if you get dizzy? I spin my chair the other direction and yeah. counter at balance it. Science. Like a tornado. Yeah, science. science. Yeah, science, I saw bitch. that. I saw, I saw that in Twister. That's what you got to do is twist the opposite direction of the Twister and it stops it. Of course. And yeah. then you throw a cow at it or some shit like yes. that. So I Shank, can't remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Shank, what are they saying about your strain? Well, uh, The Wedding Mint's got some pretty sweet reviews online. It wasn't as hard to track down um, as yours because mine obviously was grown by Truro Cannabis. It's a very, like, you know, it's not a private grower, so I, I just went... You know, straight to the source, as well as a few sources around it that had lots of reviews. And it's saying that it's a relaxed, happy, and euphoric strain. It's good for me moments, which is excellent, because my massive ego will love that. And uh, there are no regular reports of Cottonmouth or the Munchies, but should I happen to fall into uh, one of those camps accidentally throughout the podcast, as Curtis said, we are always prepared. I have beverage right there i have snacks right there we are always prepared seasoned stoners stoners garlic garlic powder yeah yeah i'm getting it man i'm getting it i know i know i'm walking you through it slowly but surely some Um, (laughs) ingerish but with that being said (laughs) as well as being seasoned stoners prepared i have a joint rolled right here shane do you i do it's right here man it's beautiful what do you know we have joints rolled ready prepared and hopefully the buds at home you have yours rolled and you could probably do this next activity with us mm-hmm. we're gonna take a nice little dry hit and see if we can get a nice little extra flavor profile before we light them good buds asmr moments <laughs> oh my god man mm. Chris, how's, that, how's that taste for you today man so I'm getting like this weird, or not weird, but I'm getting a cushy flavor that's kind of coming through. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a slight bit more of the mint, but other than that, just like this nice background of the earthy, nutty flavor that's coming through. It's kind of all just coming through on the air and on the breath through. I'm not really getting too much on the lips from mm-hmm. the you know tip of it, but all in all, it's still pretty cool. Obviously, can't wait to burn it, but how about you, man? Oh, man, uh, it's minty. Uh, very minty. Um, I, I get a little bit of the flavor, that kind of cushy flavor, the very, like, the little bit of a, you know, the dankness that you get in the weed. Like, to be like, yeah, duh, it's weed, obviously. Um, but it's minty, man. It's super, like, strong, very kind of bold, minty, minty, minty tone. And I love it, man. It's fucking sweet. <laughs> it oh, smells, yeah. it tastes awesome. Hopefully it tastes even better when, uh, we do, as you say what we are supposed to do to joints exactly <laughs> what joints are supposed to be it what is they are made for what they are made for and just like we are made for making the podcast these joints yes. are made for burning that's just sorry what if i offended do. anybody with my miscellaneous accent no it's okay shank that these joints were made for burning and that's just what they'll do and hopefully the you buds at home have your stuff ready so let's toke toke sh- it do let's blaze it boys yeah let's say a toke spoke Tastes good. Now, what you should have said is uh, the these joints are made for burning, and that's just what they'll do. And if you buds are smoking too, I hope they don't run on you. Get it? Because you don't want their joints running. 
So Shank, how's that taste for you? It tastes good, man. I fucking love it. Obviously, I'm burning through my OCBs, uh, as, as always. Uh, OCB, please sponsor me. But uh, they're good, man. Um, like it, uh, it tastes really good. The mintiness is definitely, definitely coming through. It actually feels like for the first time in many, many, many years, I'm smoking a menthol cigarette. Hmm. Which is really nice, interesting. Though it does taste like weed. There's no tobacco flavor to this at all. It tastes oh, yeah. like a really nice, clean kush. Like a like menthol mint. weed. Like mint kush. Nice. Like literally, if someone I mean, was like, hey man, I took your kush and I put mint, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> I mean, it's kush mints. Kush mints is a father strain of it, so obviously. <laughs> I know, right? So it's like, it's like someone. Strain, whatever. Yeah, and, and it's like, you know, like, <laughs> and but it's very sweet. It's very sweet too. So like, I can see that's where probably the wedding cake the sweetness probably from that one and the and the crystalliness from that came into the cushion, isn't that? It's nice, man. It's good. Hell yeah. How's yours taste though? How's yours uh Mine's doing very good. Um I'm getting the nutty flavor and the earthy flavor are definitely like a little subsided. I'm definitely yeah. getting a little bit more of uh, like a slight bit of a minty, but it's just enough to give it like a little tone. But other than that, mm. it's kind of just a nice cushy flavor. Nice. Uh definitely getting a little bit of that peanut butter though, and it is still Definitely the flavor of it is definitely creamy. Like, it's definitely, like, when yeah. I'm smoking it, it's, like, coating the inside of my mouth. Yeah, like, I think like, that's wild that they got it tasting like cool. peanut butter. Like, that's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Like, it I wonder what... It does still have that slight little extra bit of it, so it's nice. <clears throat> like, I wonder what, uh, what, uh, like, different, um, terpenes, like, went into making it. Because, you know, it's, like, the balance of terpenes and stuff that gives it that weird flavor and stuff like that. And actually, there was a strain recently, earlier, I said... Um, that not dill, like, you know, I said it does, this, this didn't, when it came to herbs, it doesn't taste like dill. There was a strain I had recently, which I was smoking with my other half. And, um, when I review the strain in the future, like, I'll mention this again, but, uh, she said that it tasted very much like dill. She was like, you know, she, she mentioned, and as, as well as some other things that I'll reveal more in the future, but right. that is a flavor I've had in the past with a couple of different strains. I remember back, uh, when I was much younger, there was a strain that, um, I, can't even remember what it was. I think it was dill something, but my buddy grew it himself. It was phenomenal stuff, and um, and I I get it all the time. And it was very dill pickle flavored, man. Like it nice. tasted like dill pickles. It was wild. Now I remember when I was young, and this was back in days when I was smoking like Regos or just yeah. like general you could get Kush. Your hands on. You know, it was either Regos or Kush, and somebody came around with this stuff that was called like Maui Wowie. Or they called it like Maui Wowie, which I've obviously had Maui now Maui. I. Well, now I've had Maui. It wasn't. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, probably it wasn't. not. They were just calling it that. I have no idea what it actually was, but they were calling it that because it seemed like the name of the strain that they think would go with it. Yeah. And they but do that a week, lot. Yeah, they do that a lot, man. <laughs> now, I would have complained and I would have been mad, but mm. the thing is, this weed was awesome because it smelled, tasted, and smoked just like Fruit Loops. With a tiny bit of milk in it, it was fucking fruity. It had that slight artificial. Fruity. It might have actually been Fruit Loops. There's the strain of cannabis called Fruit Loops, I think. I think so, but I think that one. I don't think that one actually, you know, smokes exactly. I don't know. I could be I wrong, know. and if I'll I have am, to try buds, to get some. Let yeah, us know. buds. Yeah, let us know in the comments if you've had Fruit but, Loops. I haven't had it, so I can't judge, right? So, but that sounds that's weird. And, yeah, I wouldn't recently, complain either, though. Obviously, recently I've had a Maui Waui strain, and it tasted nothing like that so i'm like mm. all right it obviously wasn't Something that different. but it was yeah. so strange it's and still i don't good. i don't think it was sprayed or you know tampered with in any way to make it 
seem like that. Yeah. That'd be a really thing. That'd be a really weird thing to spray it with, you know? Like, because I mean, I've had like I've ha- I've had some in the past experiences with sprayed weed, and like, and the thing is that they always go with like you know you'll get like strawberry flavor, or blueberry flavor, or peach, or something like that, right? And they'll call it peach this or strawberry this or blueberry this or whatever, and it's very clearly sprayed cannabis. But they, I don't think. They'd be like, yeah, it's Fruit Loops cannabis, and then like, you know, like <laughs> find that's some kind of distilled Fruit Loop flavor and spray. That's it. why so I that, don't. Yeah, I mean, that's why it was somewhat legit because they're yeah. just like, I don't know what it's called, but I think it's Maui Wowie because yeah. it smells and tastes like Fruit Loops. I'm like, that's not exactly okay, but yeah. whatever. Maui Wowie tastes tastes good. more like mangoes and like Kush, like kind of like Kush plants, like, like a mango cushy, and yeah, like a cushy mango. mango. Yeah. Like a cushy mango flavor with a little bit of like almost a pina colada kind of like thrown in there. Like not quite, but a little bit. Like the vanilla the vanilla notes, like the coconutty kind of vanilla y subtle notes, but like that's that's yeah, but not well at least every Maui Wowie I've I've ever had. But like you know, like with Fruit Loops, I've never had one that tasted like Fruit Loops. That would be a unique experience. And honestly, I wouldn't complain either. Like I mean I'd you know, I'd be like, Yeah, this obviously isn't what he says it is, but fuck, I'm not complaining. Of course, I've had other strains that were definitely different as well. Again, yeah. I remember the first time I had a strain that was called Ghosts, which obviously is its own family thing. Yeah. The first time I had a strain that was called Ghost, it was because this guy grew it to have no smell. It had a very <laughs> nice flavor, but it had yeah. no smell when you smelt the case, smelt the container. You could walk it by a police dog and it usually didn't fucking go off. Yeah. If it was double bagged and obviously it had no like noticeable smell to humans for the most part though to humans no and if it, like i said if it was double bagged and you were like on the other side of a street a canine wouldn't fucking bark it's wild one looking at you it's wild yeah, it was weird yeah but, that is wild but i mean yeah like it's, it's fantastic strain yeah it's crazy the things that people can do with terpenes and with like you know like getting a plant like you know just fucking with plants and growing them in different ways and like hybridizing them and you know, just mixing and mashing, like, it's, it's some Frankenstein shit that I love. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's why, it's like, what, that's the thing is, because that's a, that's a form of genetic modification through selective, like, you know, growing, right? And, and, and I, obviously, I'm outspoken about my, you know, full support of genetic modification. Same here. Um, I'm not, no eugenics, fuck eugenics, but genetic, genetic modification, 100%, I'm on board. Um, you know, like if you can, if you can edit my gene sequence to make it so that I'm, you know, never going to get cancer, sign me up immediately. Uh, but, uh, you know, like, so like, so I'm obviously a huge proponent and a huge mouthpiece for GMO and shit like that. And like, I think that the way the cannabis industry innovates it and like finds new ways to make cannabis, like your buddy did, finds new ways to make cannabis still good, like smokable and fantastic and flavorful and everything else, but different. Yeah, like the receptors that allow it to be smelled yeah. while still maintaining a flavor. Exactly, and and it's like, and it's really interesting because we're getting all these new ones from like now, especially that business, bigger industries getting into it and getting their hand into it, and they can pay people who know what they're doing. We're getting like all of these delicious strains, you know, like Wedding Mint, and you know, like your uh, like your peanut butter peanut breath butter and breath. shit like that. I mean, I'm sure it's been around for, but they're able to refine these things, right, and like make them better. And find out what ways they can go with it to get like the most flavor and the most THC and like the best effect. And that's another reason I'm really in love with uh, carts because when they really pull fucking the terpenes and stuff like that, obviously you're getting a nice cannabis flavor from all that stuff. Yeah. But 
somehow they add some terpenes or some flavorant in there that gives it that extra little bit to make it taste like gelato if it's a gelato strain strawberry yeah. blueberry and yeah. that extra little bit just gives it that nice little extra flavor that makes and it i'm okay with that too like a, a lot of people like i knew and i i fully support obviously people who are like 100 percent clean cart they don't like any kind of additive or any blah blah, blah. but i think if you add safe additives like you know right. i mean vaping is never going to be 100 percent for you but if you add if extra you terpenes add... and stuff like that like i'm not going to moan because it's going to be terpenes like terpenes and extra natural ingredients and, that and you work, tweak but it not, and, yeah and you tweak it in a way that like yeah, because they actually, I remember I was watching a video on YouTube, actually. Um, I believe it was a Good Mythical Morning video where they went to a taste laboratory where there's these dudes who their one job is to make concentrated flavors. So yep. they sit down and you say, I want dog shit flavor. They'll sit down and have a computer analyze all of the components, find the corresponding flavors, and then distill it down into a concentrated flavor that you can then yep. put into anything and it's food safe. Yep. So it's like, so like they basically made a whole bunch of weird flavors and shit with it obviously being Rhett and Link of the Good Mythical Morning, they're weird dudes. They made a bunch of weird shit, but you could just straight up go in there and be like, this cannabis, this nug right here, make me a flavor of ice cream that tastes exactly like this nug of weed. And they'd be like, okay. Dude, fuck that. I want a pancake that tastes exactly like a ceramic plate. <laughs> you can you can i think that's one of the like, they I have will. like everything they have like the taste of rock they have the taste of dirt they have like the taste of like all kinds of weird shit already done and they're constantly experimenting to make new flavors and like those dudes i tip my i'm not wearing a hat but i would grab a hat put it on my head and tip it just for these guys because they're doing shit that like needs to be done they're making like oh, yeah. those flavorants that are safe to add to foods that, yep. And they can do it, so these cannabis brands in the future, these carts, can come out with literally any flavor. Well, while you're tip, well, you need a hat to tip to them, Yeah, like I'm gonna go said, find. Be, but, uh... nope, I know where you can go get one, from our oh. fantastic ad spot. Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you Lumenspot for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. Thank you Lumenspot for potentially having a hat for my boy Shank. It's very true, they got some cool hats, but I am going to have to wait for shipping, that's right, I don't need one right now, I'll just pretend to tip it, tip there you go. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we need some form of head coverage. And speaking of coverage, how about some news coverage in our fantastic segment that we have for you, buds? Weed News Worldwide. That's right, that's right, that's right, buds. Welcome to Weed News Worldwide. This week, we have some really interesting stories with for you, starting with one of my favorite things to cover. One of Caritas's favorite things to hear me talk about. A drug bust! Drug, drug, drug bust! We got <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We got do 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 dummies! It's true. Alright, so we got some people that were doing more than one illegal thing at a time. Again. Um, and so, this trio of, trio of people who were in the UK. Now, I believe this happened in the former Big Bamboo nightclub in Coventry, UK. Big bamboo. Um, yeah. Now it's a three-story tall um, building, right? 
or yeah, so it's a three-floor building, um, and it's essentially now this is a quote from the National Crime Agency saying it is the largest and most sophisticated cannabis factory the NCA has ever found that spanned three floors of the abandoned club. <laughs> All right. Wow. So yeah, I gotta break some deets down of this. So so basically, uh, now they try to be funny. They say the music is over for three foreign nationals. Um, so uh, ba- basically, these dudes got busted. It's uh, three Al- or two Albanian nationals and a Vietnamese national um, who were between the ages of twenty four and thirty one are in jail now after a raid last fall. So this did take a little while to get the prosecution in to get the story out. Obviously, they had to cover some things. Wait, they had um, a rave while they were growing weed in there? I know, right? That's kind of stupid to have a rave, right? Uh, no, raid. Like Shadow oh. Legends. Raid Shadow Legends! Um, but, uh, <laughs> drug raid Shadow Legends. Um, but, uh, man, that'd be... Man, we should make a parody game of that. They can't sue anyway. us. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, um, so in interviews with the NCA, all three men admitting, admitted to having paid people, uh, people smugglers, who essentially... Did, smuggle people into the country to help them to enter the UK illegally. Um, they essentially pled guilty, all of them, every single one of them, uh, because duh. <laughs> and uh, all three of them are going to face deportation after serving their jail terms because the UK has a, a deportation after. Like some some countries will just yeah. deport them. They'll be like, fuck you, get out. Uh, but we the UK is like, no, you. we're going to put you in jail first. You serve your term and then we'll we'll then we'll deport you. Um, which is kind of silly. I mean, you know, just send him home. Um, but uh, essentially headed by the NCA, um, officers supported by the West Midlands Police Force uh, went and did the raid. Um, they had to smash through several reinforced doors to get to the interior of the building. Inside, they discovered approximately 1,500 cannabis plants, r- roughly estimated to be about 1 million uh, euros, I believe, is that? Pounds? 1 million pounds. Um, hmm. See, I don't like pounds as a dollar system because when i say one million pounds people are going to think it's really heavy it's 1.7 million bucks um so um it it was spread across three floors of this abandoned nightclub so the nightclub had shut down several years ago and um there was nothing really in there just got a building and they went in and beyond the plants the recovery team also got sophisticated planting growing and irrigation equipment that would total to approximately one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. these guys had some crazy funds to set this up Mm. They were financed. Somebody financed these guys. They didn't just like somebody. There's some somebody lost a lot of money. Right. Um, but uh, the illegal grow was also being powered by electricity that had been bypassed at the main. So they essentially went and directly connected to the supply from the street, and like Stole some electricity. <laughs> yeah, just installed electricity themselves. Um, two of the dudes were inside the building at the time of the raid and tried to hide on the roof to evade capture, but the officers had a drone that was above and spotted them immediately, and they were like, yeah, dude, no, our drone, like, sees you. Genius. So, uh, drone footage released by the police, which is in the article that is on the growth op, by the way, buds below, if you want to click that link, um, there'll be, there's some footage there directly from the NCA of, uh, the, uh, shows, just, shows the men, um, hiding on the roof casually just before being confronted by the police. Um, so it's, uh, it's really like kind of ridiculous. They did several illegal things at once. They were in, illegally in a building. They were illegally in the country. They were illegally growing cannabis. They were illegally bypassing electricity. And I think they were illegally parked. So this is fucking stupid. Of course, they're going to get caught. They're going to get arrested. In England? Really? You already know that the parking is terrible there. I know, right? I don't know. It's like, you know, like, you know that if they're going to do one, they got to do just the one illegal thing at a time. However... 
it's really kind of funny because the, the they say the sophistication of the grow op shows that the wider criminal network behind this operation clearly trusted them with a lot of money. Um, oh, yeah. And so that uh, with this takedown, they'll have a huge impact on the wider organized crime groups, which isn't true. Um, wider organized crime groups are going to write this off. Um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck. It's going to get written off, and you know that they have the next three buildings yeah. on that fucking street. I, know, I was going to say, it's, it's, it, I was gonna say it's going to suck for them temporarily, and it is going to be a bit of a financial hit, but they're really not going to. They're going to roll through that, no problem. They always have backups of backups, and they never keep all their eggs in one basket. There might have been three floors worth of growths there, but I get, like, Kurt, like Curtis just said, um, that's those three, those three floors are just three floors of many buildings with three floors in them. Um, so some yeah, buildings man. have six, some have 10, some exactly. have 20. Exactly. And so there is a little bit more to the story. Uh, not that much, um, honestly, but if you want to check it out yourself, you can snap up that link down below in the description to the growth op and, uh, just kind of, you can dig a little bit deeper and see what else, uh, you might find that interests you. Oh yeah. It would be nice if you could check that out and going from, the UK all the way to our friends from down under Texas. I'm talking, of course, <laughs> about Mexico. Down under Texas. <laughs> Mexico, yeah. South of that there border. That um, ain't wrong. <laughs> so the Supreme Court is of Mexico is essentially forcing Mexico to legalize cannabis. Sort of. Okay. So so this story comes to us from Vice.com, Vice mm -hmm. News. Obviously, some nice, reputable people there. Yeah, Vice is some in-depth shit. So the country's highest court has voted that the prohibition of cannabis was unconstitu unconstitutional after legalization law has been stalled. Unconstitucusco? Unconstitucusco. The as poison for Unconstitucusco? Sketty. As we've mentioned before... <laughs> as we've mentioned before... Mexico is on the verge of, you know, legal cannibalization, so... Very close. They're, like, they've been on the verge for fucking, what, a year now? A year, two years, something like Stop that. Stop teasing me and so, just let it go. So, Mexico's Supreme Court has voted that laws prohibiting the use of recreational cannabis were unconstitutional on Monday. This vote came after the Mexican Senate and Congress have repeatedly failed to finalize a Supreme Court-mandated cannabis legalization bill that has now missed three separate deadlines. They've been given three chances to essentially make up... Actually, I remember us actually talking about that briefly in another episode. Um, I can't remember which one, Buds. If you, were, if you remember or you're not sure, go back and watch our old episodes and let us know in the comments below. But I remember we mentioned that, that, they had, that the Supreme Court in Mexico said, hey pass legal cannabis laws we've all voted for it we said do it do it you have till this date and then they exactly. kind of hummed and hawed and i guess they didn't do it <laughs> now the court ruling has ordered the mexican government to issue permits for personal cannabis use and the cultivation of small amounts of cannabis plants for any citizen 18 or older who applies these kinds of permits have existed since 2015, but only for those who filed a court injunction. Therefore, you have to go through a court system, and the oh, court yeah. itself would have to allow you, which obviously... Yeah, the court Supreme itself court would decide okay. whether yes or no, yeah. But obviously that's a lot of issue when they should just be able that's to go actually, to their city and be like, hey, can I just fucking grow? Sure. That's an interesting, as, that's a really interesting fucking approach to cannabis legalization, honestly. Um, like an right. opt-in approach, that's kind of really weird. I've never seen another country do that. 
Like it like is. most of them, uh, most of them, it's like illegal for all adults, and if you don't want to do it, you just don't, right? right. But in this it's case, it's one of those ones where illegal. where it's it's like you know it's it's not legal for you to do it if you just want to go grab some. But if you sign if you sign a piece of paper saying "Give me my weed card," anybody can do it. It's like you know, just people who want to consume cannabis can get yeah. it. Now, at the same time, uh, Lisa Sanchez, who is a prominent Mexican drug policy that. activist and director of the Civil Association of uh, Mexico United Against Crime, yep. called the Supreme Court decision very technical, but she said, if I had to translate it simply, the court recognized that the use of cannabis is protected by human rights. So I think their Supreme Court is going more for the Senate and the Congress really need to get their shit together and come up with full tax form uh a tax plan, a way of getting this cultivated, way of yeah. getting testing out, and a way of making this, you know, legalized before the Supreme Court just votes on the matter and says, hey, we're just going to legalize it no matter what, and yeah, now you don't get any tax revenue, now yeah. you don't get to control any this of is the them market. Saying, yeah, this is them saying, like, get your shit together now, or we'll get your shit together for you. This is your last and final notice warning. Right. This is your like, chance. This isn't even really a warning. This, this is no. me telling you. Yeah, this is them, their chance as a government to get, you, you know, how they want it done before yeah. they just open it up to the free market and allow the free market to decide how it's going to work. Yeah. And they if that's the case, illegal. If, you, if that's the case, it's either going to be A, ran by the cartels, or B, all secretly owned by American and cannabis, or American and Canadian cannabis companies who are already well established, can give them all the product they need and, true. you know, give them what they yeah, need you know, it's true capitalism it's true. And, 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 and i think like and i think honestly the like the boost of the economy just makes sense um any country that gets it uh, any country that legalizes cannabis on a whole as a whole um gains a lot of per capita income it just makes sense uh, when you're when you're growing something that everybody in the fucking world wants then you end up fucking making a lot of money. What are the odds, right? Surprisingly, what do you know? America grows corn which and wheat, which you can use to make bread and fucking whiskey. Yeah. China yeah. grows rice. Yeah. Colombia and Mexico grows the best weed in the world. <laughs> and so... Russia grows potatoes, which makes vodka. It's true. Potato good for everything. Potato vodka, potato mashed, potato it's slices, scallop potatoes, raw potato. But with all that... Uh, that's Vice News. Links are downstairs below if you want to read more on that. And uh, good on you, Mexico. Hopefully uh, everything pulls through. Yeah, keep up the good work. And uh, speaking of good work, um, I have a second story to cover tonight that comes from a little bit closer to home this time. It's not across the pond. It's actually in Canada. But it is another story about more idiots that were doing more than one illegal thing at a time. Duh, 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 double bus story tonight. Double bum, bus bum, story bum. tonight for you buds. And uh, this one's interesting. It's from Middlesex Center, Ontario. So the <laughs> OPP... Middlesex. <laughs> Middlesex. That's about the average. Yeah, it's like average sex. Yeah. <laughs> and an OPP. <laughs> OPP. Yeah, you know me. Uh, but uh, I OPP in Middlesex. Yeah, I OPP. <laughs> PP. Um, but anyway, the Ontario Provincial Police said that a search of a, a Medford home led to the seizure of millions of dollars worth of cannabis plants Ooh. and Ooh. charges against seven people. Ooh. So the OPP, uh, Gray Bruce OPP, along with the Ontario Provincial Police's Emergency Responses Team, Tactics and Rescue Unit, Canine Unit, Aviation Services, Provincial Assets and Forfeiture Unit, and the Provincial Joint Forces Cannabis Team... So a whole lot of bitches. A whole lot of bitches executed the search warrant. 
God damn, that's a lot of people. And I can't believe we have a provincial joint forces cannabis team. Do they just run in with joints lit? Like, all right, that's we're going to deal with this guy. Like, that's what I'm saying. I want, why am I not or on do they walk in like, forces? Or do they walk in with their arms length and do an oh Amish sweep? Any buds out there who draw, please draw me a fanfic picture of the joint forces cannabis team and make it exactly what it sounds like and not what it actually is. Thank you. Make sure they're all doing an Amish sweep and smoking dubs. I would love everything about that. But, um, anyway. but yeah, so anyway, the search of the property, from what officials say, led to the seizure of 1,000, or sorry, 11,309 illegal cannabis plants, as well as numerous other offense-related assets, with a total combined value of approximately $12.2 million. Ooh, shit. 12.2 million, that's six fucking zeros. That's a lot of zeros. Um, Oh, yeah. So as a result of the investigation, seven individuals were charged and were arrested and charged. Um, six were charged with cultivate, propagate, or harvest any cannabis plant at a place that is not their dwelling and house, or dwelling slash house and possession for the dis- purpose of distribution. Uh, it's a 57 year old, 63 year old, 29 year old, and 42 year old. Uh, they're all from Ontario, um, right. except for one dude, the 57 year old. Interesting fact: it says no fixed address. Parts unknown. He is literally a 57-year-old man from Parts Unknown. I'm the green bastard from Parts Unknown. Fuck, I love bubbles, man. The Trailer Park Boys come from Nova Scotia, Canada, by the way, from my home, like my home. But uh, anyway, uh, there was another 58-year-old dude as well. Um, All seven suspects are scheduled to appear in court uh, next month, actually. I'll cover it hopefully closer to the date that they appear in court. Um, so that I can uh, give you buds an update. And, uh, yeah, this is an insane story because if you look at the amount, um, good news, there is no mention of any lawn tractors, uh, being taken. Um, no, no mention of that though. There were several blue barrels taken. There were blue barrels, but, but I've heard they enjoy their new living situation and it's nothing to worry about. Um, (laughs) though the plants, the plants were destroyed. Um, I believe it was probably the joint guys with the cannabis. They probably destroyed them. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy, man. That's $12 million worth of cannabis. Can, I don't know who's, somebody's going to be real mad. Just like the last one. Like, I know I'm mad that I'm mad that the cannabis was destroyed, but I mean, I have access to cannabis, right? But there's probably somebody out there who invested not $12 million, obviously, because they're going by street value. But they probably invested a good chunk of twelve million. Like we're leaning for the grow up and everything else. They probably invested a oh, yeah. lot of money in that property, and they ain't getting it back. And now those seven people. I mean, I doubt it was just them pooling their funds. Once again, they probably had a wealthy financer, and you never want to get involved with drugs and wealthy financers. Ha <laughs> ha. Of course. Walter White. Now, like Breaking Bad was not a template for what you should correct. do, buds. Correct. <laughs> the now, amount of illegal things they did. It's interesting because on top of that, that also leads kind of directly into my next story in terms of being, you know, losing property, losing a whole bunch of cannabis. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, mine's the same way. But mine happened because of a motherfucking lava fire. (laughs) Fucking lava fire. And this story. Now, I saw this as a video uh, that was like a lightning strike apparently hit somewhere in California. Yep. causing a lava fire which caused 
uh, the burning down of a couple greenhouses that were filled with cannabis plants. Well, this led me to other websites and yada yada. So this news story comes from... Uh, yeah, Bud's just a little bit of warning. This one is a sprawling mess, but you this want crazy. to listen. Let's, hang on. on to every word. You want to and hear every word. You also want to go into the description and read the whole thing for yourself. Watch yeah. videos if you can. This is from sacb.com. Links down below. So listen to this. Like I said, there were cannabis farmers who were up in this Northern California area when this lava fire burned through their properties. This was uh, in the Mount Shout Shasta... Shout out NorCal. Comment down below if you live there. This was in the Mount Shasta Vista subdivision on Monday. Without bothering to try to put it out... Okay, so this is weird. So, according to the cannabis farmers, cannabis farmers who set up you know, all these greenhouses, they say that local authorities and fire agencies let the fire burn through their property without bothering to try to burn it out, and they actually blocked them from bringing their own water trucks so they could fight the fire themselves. The cannabis farmers are saying that, you know, local enforcement was preventing them from stopping, you know, now, preventing them from stopping it. are these legal cannabis farmers? These... Hold up for a second. <laughs> okay, because that makes a difference. So, if it's a legal property, so, they'll be like, let's hold on, go. Hold on. So local authorities disputed those charges and said that the cannabis farmers blocked the roads, threw rocks, and forced Cal fire crews to retreat from the scene. The oh, tensions shit. Now, the tension between the farmers, who are mostly Hmong and Chinese descent, was the latest flare-up between law enforcement and growers in the remote area that reached a deadly point this week. When officers shot and killed a Hmong man, who they say Oof. tried to drive through a checkpoint brandishing a gun. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is so, straight up some movie shit. Like, I expect this to be a movie next year starring The Rock. Yeah, there's a hand, there's a fucking hyperlink, so you can click on that one and go click on that one. But I, I gotta stick to what we're at. I can't go down that rabbit hole too far. So, essentially with this fire, the fire swept through most of their neighborhood... And the farmers were using their water trucks to douse the smoldering properties on Tuesday. Authorities estimate that there are 5,000 to 6,000 growing or greenhouses growing pot in the Big Springs area, with as many to 4,000 to 8,000 people tending them. Uh, in an interview um, with the cannabis growers, they said that a lack of firefighting response in the latest act is a in the latest act of racism against them because obviously. You know chinese heritage Hmong heritage there's asian hate right now so i'm not i am yeah. not 100 percent if they're just using that stop card all or hate. Yeah, you know true, the butts but, policy you know, stop all stop hate, all hate. Exactly. you know just stop all hate you can have disinterest you can have like whatever just stop all hate now with that being <laughs> said a quote specifically from michael tao along with three other Hmong men and women from tuesday evening said the fireman just work today only they don't work they don't do nothing yesterday. Okay. So, <laughs> so okay, yeah, no. So so he said that they came out that day, but the day before when the fires were still going and when they were burning their property, they were Yeah, he said they, they no come out. They didn't um, show up. Um so, so I like that the article actually wrote it in in the broken English as well. I mean, they didn't want to misquote him, right? And which is no, it makes sense cuz you don't want to misquote people. You, you they can't like so, they can't say he like said this and correct it. So there's many pictures of these cannabis growers, you know, trying to put out, obviously, their property, try to 
put out like as I much said, as the canvas farms. It doesn't seem... I'd be, like, wafting it towards my face and, like, trying to put it out at the same time. Oh, yeah. Put a fucking gas... Like, just a funnel to my yeah, face. Yeah, a gas stuff. mask that has a funnel instead of filters. But the story is crazy. Obviously, cannabis is legal in California, yeah. but I don't think these operations were particularly legal. And I'm not sure exactly whose side of the story is right. You know, well, to be fair, I officers think officers blocking or were they blocking? Because obviously they're growing see... it themselves. So if they are growing it themselves illegally, then I can see them blocking it so that way they can put it out themselves. Right. But well, at the I same can, time, I can only speak from I personal. Exp I can only speak from personal experience because I know, but I know like several firefighters. Um, like you know, like I know a lot of them. Like it's I, I there's they a lot of just let it burn and because else. and and. I would I've like I've never met one who wouldn't try to put out a fire if it was there. Like one that, especially I don't see a firefighter stopping somebody from approaching a fire unless it's extremely dangerous. Like for example, if there was some kind of chemicals or anything else that could explode, blah blah blah, they would keep people back from that, whatever, right? Keep civilians off the scene so that they can assess it and take care of it. And, you know, like, I mean, so, but also no, I can see, you know, people of authority being assholes to people that are minorities or that are in, in growing weed just because they're growing weed. Anybody, because up until recently it was a yeah. criminal now, activity. Another thing is obviously the fact that lava and a lightning strike were involved. So that way it could have been more of a natural offense. And if fires are burning, obviously California's had droughts. They've yeah. had recent wildfires before in that area. So, yeah. They could have just been like, do we see if this one burns or what exactly happens? Yeah, so they, they could, could have been... been dealing with other fires uh, fires at the time, too. And, and also, they could have, like, they could possibly have had people that were threatening them. It might have been a minority, too. That's the thing, is it doesn't right. take a bunch of bad no. apples to spoil the bunch. It could have been, like, the other four, thing is... one or two, right. three people that threatened that fire truck, turned it around, and everybody else got fucked. And at the same time, it could have just been such a dangerous fire that they knew there was nothing they could do, and they just had to keep people back because it was too dangerous. Well, they did to contact the police and call the police in because they felt threatened, right? I mean, that did happen. It's documented. Like it's been documented as as an event that happened, right? So we know that the police came in to deal with the situation because the firefighter felt threatened. So it might have been like, like I said, one or two assholes. That were Regardless. ruining the situation. We don't know though, right? And we'll find more details hopefully as more come out. Exactly. To, like, and obviously, like we out. said, check the links in the description below. Check the yeah. story for yourself. Read up on it and let us know what you buds think. But I think for right now, that is the end of Weed News Worldwide. Yeah. That was a damn good news segment, Curtis. I really enjoyed that. I always, always like the news segment. It's one of my favorite parts of the episode. I like the set. But... Speaking of set, I just set myself up for this awesome segue. Check out this ad spot. Hey buds, you really want to show off your love of marijuana or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to myhighshop.com, and let's get back to the show. All right, shut up, Isaac. It was a good ad. That was a good setup. Anyway. <laughs> it was fine. So, yeah, that was, it was that's interesting. You know what? I'll shake. I'm fucking high as shit. Shank, how are you feeling? 
Well, I feel like that was a good setup, but at the same, I feel good, man. I feel awesome. Uh, the strain is great. Um, I do definitely uh, get the the happy kind of like euphoric uplifted um, thing that we're going for. Um, I don't feel couch locked. I feel like a lot more light than I normally would feel when I'm smoking on a on an indica leaning strain. But good, man. I feel really good. I enjoy this this one. Um, it felt good on my mouth hole, felt good on my lung, my lung balloons. Um, overall, I, I don't want to complain at all about it. I, the wedding mint right. is a, a nice. solid five out of seven. Perfect score. Okay. Yeah. So how's you, how are you feeling, Curtis? I am fucking tired, but that's just because of the, uh, time at which we are recording this, but I'm still mentally here. I'm still... Yeah physically here i still oh. am feeling good also for the it's record nice... um, my body doesn't hurt as much either hey substantially we... less body pain we fixed them yeah yeah your but... likes your likes comments and subscribes totally made me feel better thanks buds oh yeah but hopefully god damn it i'm just high as fuck and i want to go a little bit higher so i'm going to take one more little hit here i have a bong packed i have a bong pack too oh and don't both take a hint and then after that, we will get into... And then we go into our interview. <laughs> like the interview. <coughs> Whatever segment we're getting into. Hey, buds. This week, me and Shank have decided to do this nice little bit for our conversation segment where we have decided to create a fancy little thing it is a list of the top 10 things to do on weed. That's absolutely right. It's the top 10, at least for us, our top 10 list of things to do on weed, man. Exactly. We, we've we all seen the movie Half-Baked, and we all know that one stoner that has been you know mentioned, where there's that one guy who just always thinks everything's better on weed. It's true. And he always has to ask, have you done this? Well, have you done it on weed? Well, yeah, we're here to let you butts know. Weed, man. <laughs> I love yeah. spaghetti. But Never have you had, had it on, on weed? weed? <laughs> Normally so, I try not to put spaghetti on my weed because it doesn't burn right. The sauce really makes it wet and just it fucks it up. Just messes up my spaghetti. <laughs> but anyway... So, we're going to go through the list and let you buds know what we like to do while we're high on weed yeah that's absolutely right buds and for extra shits and giggles curtis is going to be doing all of the numbers in his chills voice i think we didn't agree to that too late man we're live god damn it well hopefully you buds enjoy like comment and subscribe we hope that you like this content and want more in the future now let's get on with this list better the top 10 things that are better on weed. Number 10. Dentist appointments. Dentist appointments suck. They are not fun. Nobody enjoys them, really. I mean, you have to do it. Take care of your teeth and everything like that. But when you're on weed, man... Yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah, you go in there, the dentist is all like, man, why does your mouth smell like a skunk? And you're like, no, 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 clean my teeth and let me go. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. No, before I go to the dentist, I'll usually smoke a couple bongs and then I'll do a quick swig of mouthwash so that way it's just somewhat kind of masked. But yeah, yeah. I'm high. It has no problem for me because I sit in the fucking waiting room. I'll just chill on my phone, play a game, or read some dumbass magazine. 
then yeah. they'll lead me into the back. They'll fucking always give me the same spiel of, you know, oh, make sure you floss and yada yada. And if I wasn't high for that, I swear to God, I would punch some lady in the teeth. <laughs> I know, right? I know. It's, it, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But luckily, they work at the dentist's office, so, you know, be really quick to repair. But, you know, I mean, I... But, but still, I, I don't want to do that you're kind of wrong. violence. So, and, rather, yeah. I would just go in yeah. high as fuck and... You know, smoke, a, smoke a giant bong load before you go in, get really tooted, and, you know, then go see the dentist. Actually, speaking of which... We should, for the buds at home, hoot our giant bongs because we always love taking a toke early on in the uh, early on in the conversation, right? And, Absolutely, uh, and I can't believe we forgot to fucking do that. That's okay buds. though. That's okay though. We always we didn't really we're, we're high, man. It's been a long inter- It's been a long podcast. This week's been a great one. I'm still oh, yeah. sore, <laughs> a little. But hopefully, you buds have your bongs packed, your bowls packed, your joints rolled, your blunts rolled, your vapes ready, your rigs ready, your edibles already eaten, and all that good shit. It is time to bu- 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 blaze it. Toke toke skaboke. Toke skaboke. <coughs> Ooh, that wedding man. It was punchy. Ooh. And Love that it. peanut butter breath <coughs> is a breath of peanut butter. Yeah, see, your dentist flavor. would probably thank you if you went into the dentist's office with peanut butter breath on your breath, eh? You'd be like, oh, not bad. Smoke oh, some of this wedding mint before you go in. Same with you, man. That would probably <laughs> yeah. be like, hey, menthol. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, okay, okay. Smells like skunk and mints. <laughs> Deal with that. Yeah. But I got to agree with you. Dentist appointment, definitely better on weed. And a solid mm-hmm. number 10. Number 10. And that leads us to number nine, which is public transit. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's now, dude. Yeah. Public Public transit is one of those things that kind of sucks just in general, but you got to think about it. You're trapped on a bus, a train, a Greyhound, an airplane. Some kind of cylindrical object. Cylindrical, (laughs) rectangular, prism, doesn't matter. You're trapped in this little moving thing with a whole bunch of other people. Terrible. Not even that. Now, in my opinion, the worst thing of all is shuttles. Shuttles, Shuttle vans. Oh yes, yes. Like if you're taking, like if you're at the airport and you're getting shuttled between terminals or something like that, and you're on one of those There's little that, tiny shuttle vans, and you're or anybody who's ever been on a river, like for one of those canoe places, they'll usually have like four people bring their canoes up to an endpoint per se. Yeah. And they load all the canoes up onto a truck, and then they pile fucking like sixteen people into a van. Yeah. Smells like shit. No AC. It's god awful and terrible. Yeah, but. but... But also on, on buses weed. and trains and everything else, but on weed. But on weed, man. You it's see all taller. these random ass people. Like the random exactly. ass people is amazing. The fucking you got the hilarious people. There's the people that you kinda want to talk to, but you might, but you might not. Depends on how high you are. How the dude that you can't tell if, yeah, the dude who you can't tell if he's staring at you or the exit, you know, like you don't know whether like, you know, he's got like one eye looking right at you and one eye looking right at the door and you're not sure which one he's actually looking at. You're like, uh But he's there's cool. always that not stoned, there's always like, a, I don't know, but when you're stoned, you're like, yeah, man. There's like, always that group of weird teenagers where you can't tell if they're just talking really loudly or if they're actually plotting something. Yeah, like you don't know whether they're hooligans about to go rob somebody or whether they're just having a great time going about their day. They're probably baked as fuck too. Like <laughs> honestly, honestly, they're probably high as hell too. So when you're on there, you know, when you're stoned yourself, when you look at those teens, you're just kind of like, man, they're probably baked as fuck going to have like get some munchies or go smoke some. More That's weed. the other thing. You can also tell based on like 
obviously if somebody's standing up and holding on, if they're leaning to the sides and shit like that, they're high as fuck. Yeah, they're, they're high as fuck. adamant about getting a seat and just fucking slouching and looking at their phone, they're probably high as fuck. Yeah, man. Exactly. And it's cool because you get to see like a little microcosm of reality. You get to see all these different people that get on the bus like and you know, you don't know any of their stories, like where they're going, where they're coming from, everything else. When you're not high, you don't give a shit about any of that. You're like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. But when you're high, you're just kind of like, man, like I had a conversation once on a bus with an old lady, like this really old, like we're talking like she was like, hi, dear dear. Yeah, yeah. age right she was fucking awesome man she was going on she's like oh i'm going and doing my shopping at the mall i'm gonna get some new shoes i was like hell like yeah that, lady it's like that old lady from fucking uh beavis and butthead do america i'm going to vegas to do the sluts to do the sluts yeah yeah, yeah man. we hope to get some sluts too yeah we're gonna get some sluts too <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, and, but it was, you know, like, and, and that, like, it's just, like, weird, man, because if I, was, if I was high, I probably would have just been sitting, or if I wasn't high, I would have been just sitting there going, man, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, but right. I was baked, I was just like, what's up, man? <laughs> Something that I personally like to do, too, is just give people backstories. People who I'm not talking to don't know shit about or anything, and I'm just yeah. like, where did this person come from? Where are they going? What are they doing? Yeah, that guy's do got a suit on, I guarantee he's a human trafficker. Yes, it's, it used to be that guy right there. Used to be in the mafia, but now he's clean and he works as a janitor at the high school. But every weekend he goes to meet with his old mafia buddies to play cards. Oh. <laughs> you know? Like you're like you're like, it's like fucking... oh that lady is definitely a liberal arts major who's actually the daughter of a voodoo priestess. Yeah, yeah, the one screaming at the bus driver is definitely named Karen. <laughs> that one's obvious. <laughs> no, but, I agree yeah. though. That is a great one. Number nine. Public transit, totally, oh. like, solid choice, man, solid choice. That public transit has to lead somewhere, is that right? That's true. And it leads to our next number. Number eight. Visiting the shoreline slash the seashore. It sucks when you're sober, man. Every time I go there, I'm like, and I'm sober, I'm like, man, there's so many, like, like so much garbage so much trash like the water is freezing so you can't go swimming it's the fucking ocean right you know it's freezing as shit up here in north and like you know like it's not a pleasant place it's cold usually colder than the area surrounding it and it's not great but if you're baked man you go down there you're like oh fuck a seagull yeah (laughs) like like, you know you're like man i'm gonna hop from rock to rock for the next hour and a half and not get tired because i'm so happy now i'm from uh michigan so our shorelines are lake shores but yeah. still same idea same idea and same basic premise you go up and it's just like trash garbage a bunch of seaweed dead oh. fish and stuff like that and you're like I, I i don't like this this is not good but then you go in on weed oh man you're you're fucking not gonna shit night and day, everything's night and cool day. Yeah. You're looking out on the water. You're like, oh, man, I bet you look at the dead seals fish. Pop their heads up and shit. <laughs> exactly. You look at the dead fish and you're like, see, I know there's fish in there. That's cool. Yeah, there's a fish in there. You're like, man, there are fish in that water. That's awesome, dude. They're swimming out there. And like, the, what's the fuck, man? And the best part is you start appreciating that trash that's out there. Like, where else are you going to find a six pack of turtles with the straws already in them? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh God. Comment below about how fast he's going to hell for that one. Yeah. Um, but no, that was that's that's oh my god, that was great. But um, um but you're which, right, like, and you can look at like driftwood and shit like that, and it's like you know, like, and be like, man, that driftwood looks like a fucking like tank. 
or of scrap like, metal and be yeah. like, you know, oh, was this off a boat or was this part of the boat? Who's dead yeah. out there? Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking about all the dead bodies out there. It's definitely fun <laughs> to do when you're high on weed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, like going to the shoreline, I've always found it to be way more enjoyable when you're high because when you're not... It's just like one of those things that it can get kind of kind of get you down, man. The state of the oceans right now isn't very great, and it kind of gets you bummed out. And you know, like you can state go down of all there. bodies and of water. Even better when you go down there, you can kind of like get baked as fuck, and like you know, maybe take some trash home with you, which is what all you buds should do if you visit the shoreline. Just grab a few pieces of plastic you see, toss them in a bag, take them home, throw them out. Not any sea life. Don't take shells and shit like that. Leave that shit there. But take the take the fucking trash right. and throw it out. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, happy bullshit. Um. So anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, I, really quick side tangent with uh, Shoreline Seashide. Something that I have to let people know if you don't know about it. The motherfucking mayfly, a.k.a. a fish fly. This little fucker comes out of Lake St. Clair every goddamn year, causes a goddamn infestation in the nearby surrounding area of Metro Detroit. They are terrible. They smell like shit. They are... They don't bite or anything. They just... Pop they just and they're suck. gross and they're disgusting. If you don't know about them, look up swarms of them. They're fucking trash. Yeah. They're like one step down from cicada, but like still way better than fucking mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, not not very pleasant to deal with uh like, you know, those kind of things. But when you're high, man, <laughs> driving When you're through, high? When you're high driving, oh, they they still kind of suck it, a little bit, but still they're not that bad. No, when you when you're high as fuck and you're driving through them, it's like <laughs> bubble wrap. Pop, 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 pop. Ratata. Ratata. Scoop, scoop, scoop. But uh, yeah, they're popping back at you. Skirt! <laughs> that's you sliding on all of their carcasses. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, no, that's very true. And that is that. that is a solid, you know, obviously a good number, a good number eight there. Visiting the shoreline and the seashore. Um, it sucks when you're sober. Great on weed, man. Exactly. Coolest place to go. No. Our next number, it's not exactly that it's bad when you're sober, but it does a lot better. And that is <clears throat> number seven, which is actually 6.9, because it's sex. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we, we obviously rounded up, but sex. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual intercourse. And we're any including, form of sexual including, contact yeah, and activity. Oral, you name it. Or masturbation, fisting. oral, anal, fisting. It doesn't Pain matter. <laughs> BDSM. Whatever you're into. BBWs on a BMW. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does, yeah whatever you're into. It's better on but weed. <laughs> it's just significantly better. It's good by itself. It's good when it happens. It's way better when you ask for consent, which you should fucking do anyway. Yeah, but always. I mean, and by way better, we mean not horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always ask for consent, people. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, no, like sex. When you though, get through all those, when you're stoned as fuck, man. Yeah. When you get through all those hurdles and jumps and hoops and all of that, and you smoke a joint. Yeah. If you and the person, awesome. that, if you and the person that you find compatible enough to bump uglies with in any general sense. Find a, you know, like, smoke smoke cannabis together. It's just substantially better. It's substantially better. Everything it, it, gets it, a lot more loosened up. <laughs> and the creative thing, you know, you start getting more creative. You know, you start, you start getting trying little, to yeah. fashion different things into different things. And... Exactly. Get, I'm more definitely more, I'm more flexible when I'm high. I know that much. I mean, you know, I can barely bend over and tie my shoes when I'm, uh, when I'm, uh, you know, when I'm, like, sober, but when I'm stoned, I can pretty much bend right through my legs and, you know, smooch my own butt cheeks. 
Absolutely. Now, I don't want to get TMI for you buds here, but one thing that I'd like to do is inhale a nice fat bong rip and then exhale it in one of the orifices and see which other one it comes out. <laughs> Curtis didn't do too well in anatomical class, but no, it's, uh, but no, it is like, it's, it's fun. I, I agree, you know, 6.9 aka 7 because we rounded up sex slash any sexual activity. It is definitely more fun. It's, you know, it's. One of those it's just more and, stimulating. Yeah, it's a couple's activity that's more enjoyable when you're uh when you're uh when you're high. Actually that leads directly into the next one that could be a couple's activity. Number six. Hiking. Going for a long ass motherfucking walk. That sounds way less exciting. I don't know what yeah. the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> still, hey, it's still a couple's activity, right? You know, I, I see the you know the same kind of thing. It's an activity couples can do together. It's one one of many facets of a relationship, right? Is doing things together, whether that's uh, bumping uglies probably or is working. Probably working the legs a little bit longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. I don't know if I'm, I'm depending on the session. You might burn as many calories though, but uh, <laughs> but hiking sucks when you're sober, man. Like if you go on a hike. And you're walking like it's it's like the difference between a march and a hike is that a hike you enjoy right and a walk you, and a march you don't a march you have to do and a hike you enjoy and like you know it's it's when you're when you're sober when your start legs start hurting and your knees start hurting you know when you're getting a little out of breath from walking uphill or fucking winding your way around or whatever or you're like not getting there as quickly as you think you can you can get frustrated by that some people obviously wouldn't but you can like you could be like man are we fucking there yet or what but when you're high, man, the whole journey is great. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it, the whole... You can just go. Yeah, walk. From start to finish. Like, you, you get high on the way to the trail. <laughs> exactly. Then on your way through the trail, you're constantly getting high. Just so you can get to your destination, which is usually the top of a mountain or yeah. some ending. Somewhere pretty. Once, somewhere, you, yeah. once you get somewhere pretty, <laughs> then you get high there. And then you can spend your entire walk back to your car getting high. Yeah, and then on the way home, you just... get high. <laughs> Just so you can go home and get high. <laughs> and then the next day you smoke a lot more weed because you're sore, like I am today. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah. It's a fast... I mean, yeah. It's interesting because literally just random conversation comes. If you go hiking with some person, yeah. even things that didn't initially want to become a hike turn into a hike. Yeah. For example, me and my cousin, JMO, I've had him on the podcast Great before. Great guy. I fucking and... love JMO. Oh, absolutely. And me and him used to go on fucking walks that turned into hikes. Yeah. We would consider it a walk if it was just from here to there. It would be a hike if we were just walking for no fucking reason. Yeah, you'd be like, oh man, you'd be like, yeah, let's go for a walk around the block or whatever. And then you'd end up fucking like turning somewhere random and just going. <laughs> exactly. But there was other times where we were disc golfing once and I wanted to show him the location where I fell and broke my wrist. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... Which is a story, so, I believe you buds might remember that story, is when he was mountain biking and he took a little tumble. And by a little tumble, yeah. I mean a very big tumble. <laughs> yeah, it fell, fell about 10 to 14 feet, I, yeah. I don't measure. But, yeah, um, if it wasn't for his cheese wheel dick, he would have broken all of his bones, but thankfully he uh, he only landed and broke his wrist. So Exactly. Thank you, cheese wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, Saved but your life. I wanted to, we were at the same park disc golfing where yeah. that happened. So I'm like, hey, let's just walk down real quick and I'll show you where it is. I didn't realize it was that far down the trail. So I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just walk the entire thing. And yeah, yeah a couple miles later, we made it. <laughs> yeah, a couple miles later, you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize it was so far away. That was a fucking hike and a half. But, uh... And then he's like, oh, damn. 
Yeah, you really but fell you were probably stoned. Far. Yeah, but you but you were fucking probably stoned, right? So you didn't give a oh, shit. Oh yeah, you were probably like, we man, were, like as you were walking, we got there, there we were passing like, the fucking oh, shit, blunt back. Dude, yeah, we passed man, the blunt back it. and forth. <laughs> we passed the blunt back and forth. Fucking, we got there and we're just like, oh shit, hit it once or twice. I show them where I actually landed and we're like, oh cool. Lit another blunt and then walked back. Walked back. Yeah, and and that's so, yeah. exactly it, man. Like, cause like when you're when you're stoned, I find that it like you observe different things. Like, it's like I'm not gonna say that you're more observant at all. Like, because I'm not gonna be one of those people that's like, when you're high, man, you're way more focused. No, because you do lose focus on some things, but right, let's, you start focusing. Let's get back on, to reality here. But yeah, like let's be in reality. Like you do lose a bit of focus on some things, but you get a different focus on some different things. Like, when I'm out in the woods and I smoke weed, I notice the nature around me a hell of a lot more. Like, I'm less worried or focused about, like, the path ahead of me, and I'm, like, I I open up to be looking at more of everything around me. So, like, I kind of see, like, more birds, and I see more, like, squirrels and shit running around, and, like, you know, like, just... A the, weird plant the, that you yeah, weird plants haven't really seen. Like janky-ass trees that are, like, the roots are, like, half out of the ground because they almost fell over, like, ten years ago, but they kept growing, you know? Like, that kind of shit. Like one of those outside trees Yeah, kind of like things. the ones yeah. that they should be fucking dead by all considerations, and, you know, but like, they're it, but they're not. And, like, you know, you don't notice those kind of things as much when you're sober because you're just more worried about getting where you're going, right? And so See, when you're when you're baked, when you're, when you're high on weed, man, on it's weed. way better. I really quickly on that one as well. Another uh, course, me and my cousin were disc golfing, which yep. also hiking through. There was literally a point where the it was literally a Minecraft biome change. It what? went directly from a fucking oak forest. Like if you turn and looked in one direction, it was an oak wood forest. Yeah. If you turned completely in the opposite direction, it was a cedar forest with fucking cedar trees. So they were like, probably planted, a... right? They were they were were they planted forests or were no. they just natural bought? Natural. Man, wow, that's interesting. Completely natural, and it was just fucking the weirdest shit. <laughs> that's weird as fuck, man. Because I've there seen was... that in unnatural plants. Like I've seen that before because I have a buddy who's in forestry, and he showed he brought me out to one of their logging areas where they had like planted right. trees like 30, 40 years ago, and it's crazy because there was a biome line. Like there was like straight up, you look at the ground, and the trunks were like all along a line. It was like one type of trees. And then all along the other side of the line, it was, like, the other kind. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> like, but it was, un- it was area, totally unnatural. In the area, they do have specific logging farms and specific areas where they've replanted trees in straight rows. And you can yeah. see those and go to there. But not but there. Like, not where you That was were. a natural park, naturally. That's awesome, dude. But... That's so cool. Like, that would be so neat to come across when you're baked, when you're on weed. You know? Like, exactly. if you're on weed, But like I said, that. it was something that was straight out of a fucking Minecraft bio change. Which leads us to our next number. Number five. Video games. Fuck yeah. Video games are just fucking awesome on weed. Yeah, I mean, they're fun in general, but just, I get frustrated sometimes, because I, I don't know if you buds know, like, we play games together on, the obviously, Good Buds Gaming, and I have my own my own, my own own channel, Bad Names Games, but... And I have my uh, own channel, Gaming own, with yeah, Butts. Gaming with Butts. And uh, <coughs> Isaac also has one. Help my leg, but you know, like we all have YouTube channels for gaming. Good buds Isaac we, now. Yeah, good buds. Oh, good buds Isaac now. You're right, and uh, we're all big fans of gaming. But I don't consider myself a good gamer. Like I consider myself, I game for fun gaming moments. Like I play for those moments when something really epic happens every now and then. Like just a, the the stars line up and boom, it's cool, right? So I don't win very often because I'm not like a competitive dude. 
And but, I I get frustrated still though. Even though I don't try like too hard to win, I still get frustrated when I lose frequently. But when I'm high on weed, not at all, man. Gone is that frustration. It's just melted away. There's no issue. You smoke weed, you fucking go at it again. And it's that's yeah. another interesting part about it, because video games, obviously, there's multiple different forms, there's multiple different kinds and genres. Mm-hmm. So you have multiple different ways that it can affect you and be you know, better for you. Yeah. For example, if you're playing a multiplayer game, obviously you're getting less frustrated if you're winning less or if you keep getting shot, keep dying. Yeah. Obviously, you smoke a joint, you get back into it, no problem. And the yeah. more you get shot, the more revive time, the more time you have to smoke weed. Exactly. Now, I stay dead a lot of the time in Warzone. I'm like, And I smoke a lot more weed when I'm playing Warzone with these guys because they're always running around alive, but I'm just like waiting for the revive. Like, yep. All right, guys. There's a dude over there. Or me and Shank will both be dead. Fucking Isaac will be the last one alive. And it's just like, all right, I'm going to the revive. Who should I buy first? (laughs) Get Curtis first. Get Curtis. (laughs) Yeah, it's so great, man. Meanwhile, I would just hit. I finished my bong real quick. Like, yeah, I'll be ready in two. Yeah, he's like, I'll be ready in two. And and, and you're you're totally right, man. Like, Isaac can just, like... You know, bring one of us back, and and it's a, and we it's but, like actually you should watch us stream sometime because it's like a mini version of the podcast whenever yeah. me and Curtis are both dead. <laughs> but on top of that, there's also the single player games, which mm-hmm. I feel like in the single player game when I'm high, I get a lot more enjoyment out of it for multiple reasons. First and foremost, I'm in this together with the main character. I oh, either yeah. am him or I'm in this with him. So oh, yeah. I gotta fucking do First what I can life. to keep that guy alive. Yeah, you can't straight up, man. Link is your homie, and you got to make sure he gets his ass through. You got to get Link there. You got to get Mario there. Sekiro deserves to make it to the end of his journey. The fucking guy from Dark Souls, whatever (laughs) big titty chungus you want to name him, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm one with that homie. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to chill with him around the campfire. I'm going super slow to make sure that I'm not going to die on every single thing because (laughs) I want that motherfucker to stay alive. It's like the stone driver fallacy, man. Everybody thinks that people high on weed drive faster, but in reality, they're going way slower because they don't want to risk anything. They're like, fuck, man, no, I'm being careful, bro. Dude, they're <laughs> stopping at... They're waiting at stop signs for them to turn green. I know, so. straight up, straight up, right? So that's... Yeah, and it's like that in single-player games, too. Like, I've noticed that as well because uh, recently I've been playing Frostpunk because um, Corpsey, uh, he was on the podcast there before, actually, in a previous episode, a good friend of ours. Um, and uh, he um, told me about Frostpunk, really got me interested in it, so I tried it, and I was like, not not super, super, I wasn't sober, because I never am, but I wasn't super baked when I started playing it, and I was kind of like, man, like, I don't know if I'm going to get this game, there's a lot to it, and I'm not sure, you know, and then I just, like, I smoked a bong hoot, I rolled up a joint, like, well, that was kicking in a little bit, smoked the joint, and I sat down, and I fucking sunk hours into that game. I don't even know how many hours. Like, I, right. I, I'd actually prefer not to disclose it because it would seem like a massive waste of time to literally anybody who doesn't <laughs> spend a lot of time playing it. But it was awesome, and it was so fun, and I enjoyed that game way more. Dude, if I fucking combined all my hours I spent high playing Skyrim, Minecraft, Bloodborne, Dark Souls 3... Yeah. And Let's just say if we had Duty. a dollar for every one of those, he could, he could, he could, we could stop asking you to donate to our Patreon that you can find a link to down below. You would already know about our podcast. Yeah. So it would be advertised on a spaceship. Yeah, we would have a, we would have daily skywriting. Continuously. But anyway, um, so yeah, 
video games significantly better when you're on yeah. cannabis and it gives you more time to enjoy that's video true games. it's very true so that's number that was number uh, number five and actually number you four. know sometimes video games don't work right and that leads directly into number four or the next one on our list sorry sometimes video, sometimes videos don't video games don't really work though and that leads us directly into our next number number four troubleshooting fucking troubleshooting nobody likes doing it not a money like troubleshooting ah <laughs> oh, shit hold on one second here let me uh, let me just check it 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 for the next like half an hour and fucking deal with what the problem is even though it's probably not even a problem and it's something that you can't fix in the end anyway like nobody likes troubleshooting whether it's trying to get a video game to work trying to get your monitor to work properly you know, trying to hook up. Can you hear me properly now? Oh no! Hold on one second. Let me just uh, let me just one second. Okay, try right. now. Hello, hello. There we go. Percussive maintenance. See, that's that always works. And that's and that's the kind of thing you think of when you're high on weed. <laughs> but no, it's it sucks, man. Trying to get a program to work on your computer. Like, I mean, I've started using PC a lot more recently because me and the buds, like you know, of Curtis, Isaac, and myself, love getting on the PC and stuff. So, unlike the PlayStation, I'm more of a console gamer, PlayStation for life. Yeah, fam. Uh, but, uh, basically, um, I like you install a game on your PlayStation and it fucking works. Unless there's a massive bug in the game, in which case the company fixes it and then it works, you know? Right. But with PC, you, you get it on your computer and it doesn't work and you're like, why is it not working? And then you go on the internet and, like, 17 different people are like, well, it could be any of any of these hundred problems. So you're like, all right, let's start from the bottom and work our way up. So you start at the bottom of the list of fucking troubleshooting and you work your way through it or whatever because, you know, right. that's what you do. And if you're first not and f- high, yeah, lame. Right. <laughs> Going through the entire list. First, making sure that your PC is actually up to the specs to run the game. Yeah. Then Turn your ca- reinstalling. Well, no, no, no. no, step one. Step one of troubleshooting is always power supply. Is it plugged sure. in? Whether your yeah. computer is plugged in or not, check it's plugged in. <laughs> make sure the power supply step two turn it off and then turn it back on again step three literally fucking anything else after that who knows <laughs> could be hardware could be software and it's going to be a little while until you figure it out so would you rather take that little while completely sober banging your head against your keyboard hoping to god that it types in the right you know strokes like, to get you know nah. to get it more? or would you rather be baked and just exactly. deal with Check if it's plugged in, turn it off, and in the time it takes you to turn it on, smoke roll a bong, yeah. smoke a joint. Yeah. You know, smoke a bong, roll up a joint while the bong's kicking a little bit. You know, smoke that joint and get typing, man, you know? And then you sit there, and it's cool because, like I said before, it helps you think of different creative solutions. So when you're sitting there and, like, you're having a problem with a program not running and you cannot figure out why it's not running, you're, like, you're like going through a random settings or configuration file and something just pops out to you and you get like a stupid creative thought you're like what if i change this from full screen to fucking windowed borderless or whatever just on a whim for shits and giggles and it works and bam it works and you're like what the fuck and then you feel like you know and it's just like you get these weird bursts of creative outside the box kind of thinking and it i agree yeah, yeah. and it makes and troubleshooting it, way easier and that works with software fucking computer fucking just cars. fixing cars I mean, just fixing anything in general, you know, go down the list, make sure stuff's working. If it's yeah. not, then like you know, mowing your lawn or shit, like troubleshooting your lawn maintenance. Now, <laughs> well, I was about to get to that in a second. Fucking 
the other thing is you could also let's say you're troubleshooting your computer whatever yeah. you're doing is not working if you're not high you're gonna get frustrated you're gonna sit there frustrated and try to get it to work because that's all that's on your mind yeah yeah if you're high as fuck that could be something that could, you can easily put to the back of your mind be like all right i'm high i can't figure this out i'm gonna go make some pizza bagels and then i'll come back to it you go yeah. make some pizza bagels so then while you're eating those you're like dude it's a nice day i'm gonna go sit out on my porch and eat them yeah while you're sitting on your porch Exactly. So then you're noticing that there's some birds out. You notice your bird feeder isn't full, so you go fill your bird feeder. Then you realize, then you realize that your hedges need to be trimmed, so you go fucking fix those. Troubleshoot your hedges. All of a sudden, yeah. Then you got to realize that you have to do the entire lawn, just like Rick Ross does. When you know, like I mentioned on a podcast previous, you should check that out. Can't remember which one, but yeah, Yeah, Um, a couple couple episodes ago, you should check it out. Exactly. And then you just end up mowing your entire yard while high on cannabis. And it's yeah. fucking great. And then you it's completely true. forget that your computer's broken, but then you got to deal with it at like 1045 at night. But yeah, anyway. You go, back, you go back in to record the podcast and you realize that you never ended up fixing the problem with your audio drivers. So, uh, but, <laughs> but no, it's, and, but it's true though. It, it makes it a lot more like just relaxing to figure out what the problem is when you're not thinking about the problem in as negative a light. And I'm certain, I'm certain that you can do that with positive thinking and without cannabis and everything else, but it's a hell of a lot easier on weed. On weed. And with all that, that's a solid number four for troubleshooting. And that leads us to number three. Podcasts. Number two. Crowds. Crowds suck. People, like, a bunch of people in any place packed, like, sardines, a concert, a fucking bar, a club, a, like, outdoor event, like, a fe- like crowds. Ugh. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and that was even pre-COVID, fucking, I know. you know, in the BC era. COVID was, COVID. like, I, now, COVID was horrible. I, I absolutely in no way, shape, I mean, it or still form, is. Don't take this in any way, shape, or form as endorsement of being like, yay, COVID, because some people are like that out there, and they are sick fucks. But, yay, social distancing, finally, because other countries around the world already had that. Like, they already had it. Like, in, in like, the Netherlands and, and shit, they always stand, like, good distance apart from each other. It just makes sense. Same with, same with Japan. They <laughs> yeah. just have common courtesy. Give people, but... give people space. <laughs> but anyway. The crowds. Yeah, having... Big crowds of people at concerts, stuff like that, unless it's something willing, like a mosh pit. But again, yeah. distance and shit like that. Yeah. Know where you're at. Rock on. <laughs> yeah, straight up. But... Rock on. Yeah, do what you do. If you wall of death, you know, I mean, that's a special thing. But correct. Otherwise, I don't. I, don't, I watch those. I don't go into them. And the reason why is because I don't like crowds. They suck. <laughs> exactly. And what better way to deal with crowds, regardless of where you're at, than being on weed? I know, get baked as fuck. Then crowds, first of all, there's multiple reasons. I'll I'll say my favorite one, then Curtis, you say your favorite one. My favorite one okay. is that when you're high on weed, like again, it's almost a similar thing to the public transit thing. You like see the people around you and you're kinda like <laughs> and like looking at all the weird people that normally you just kinda glance at them and be like, Yeah, whatever, that's cool, right? Like, you know, like cool, neat, whatever. Carry on with my day. Like a like a busker, or like a like if you're at a concert, 
like you know you can focus way more on the music and you don't even care about the crowd because you're like so hyper focused on like the art or their performance or whatever that's so fixating that you don't even care that much about the crowd that's what i love about right. being baked at like you know events and fucking places and shit like bars or clubs you you focus right. you more can about focus the music or the whatever it is that you want to focus on yeah right. then rather than being worried about and or considering the people that are around you like you don't think about them as yeah. much which is what i i like about it the most i think and what would what would be your favorite thing about about well, being on weed man in crowds on weed in crowds for me it would be the fact of how it essentially filters people out for you Think about it. If you wear that natural musk of cannabis and you're yeah. reeking of it, your eyes are red and people can tell that you're high. That's which stronghold, dank, yeah. Obviously, that's how fucking baked I want to be constantly. Well, see, well, it's called, you have a strain, I actually have certain strains of weed that are my air quotes when I need to deal with lots of people strains. <laughs> that get you the super <laughs> they, fucking they get, they get me the right kind of baked to deal with a shit ton of people when I don't want to deal with <laughs> Oh, any cannabis will do. It just depends on amount I have to smoke. But I'll eventually get there. I'll get there. Um, I'll keep fucking going. Oh, don't you fucking worry. I'll get there. There's no plateau. But it filters people out while you're in a crowd. Yeah. If people are okay with cannabis, usually they'll stick relatively closer to you. And, you know, obviously somebody spools out a joint at a concert. Guess what? All the stoners are going to be coming up to you like, hey, can Mm -hmm. I get a hit? Can I get a hit? Then you pass two or three off and then yeah. you're just and you're like, like this one's oh, mine there you go. sorry i'm not gonna share but you you enjoy that buds you know exactly i roll like five joints past two or three of them or yeah past two or three of them off let them go yeah. whatever and then just keep two or three for myself yeah i always keep at least like at least a few for myself so that i can have one before during and after right you know so but it gets cool people nearby you who will you know give you water or fucking shit like that maybe they'll yeah. share maybe they'll be cool oh, and they'll have great conversations too like usually the kind of oh, people yeah. who would have awesome conversations yeah exactly but at the same time it also gets the people who don't want cannabis don't want to be near it and don't want to smoke it yeah. away from you because the they smell and they're like yeah. oh, i smell the devil's lettuce i'm gonna get away now i come, smell i come smell young the devil's sally. ass hair <laughs> come young sally let's get far the fuck away from this heathen mom cool I'm, i don't mom, want you anywhere near me it's like mom i'm 23 years old um I'm okay I smoke with cannabis. Weed too. I smoke weed too. You can go over there. I'm gonna go smoke with those guys. <laughs> it, well, I know that it weed is weeds fine. out the weak on <laughs> weed. You are absolutely true. When you're high on weed, the people that don't like being around weed will definitely stay away from you. And so you know, like that, or I mean, if they get vocal about it, then you can be on weed and not give a shit anyway. You can be like, yeah, man. They're like, oh my god, you smell like weed. You're like, oh my god, what? <gasps> what? Oh my god. <laughs> How did that Oh my happen? god, you smell like ass. It must have been from when I was smoking weed. This is incredible. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's like one of those things that, um, like, people will, like, most of the time, if they are stoners, like, every time I've gone to a concert, like, I remember actually there was one time I went baked as hell to a cancer bats show it was actually the cancer bats and i went to one of their shows and i was walking in i was so baked man like super baked and um i was with a couple of my good friends and we walked in and as we walked past the security guard the security guard to the venue like i used my ticket to show the guy at the front door to let me in he looked through our stuff and he didn't notice that i had three joints that were disguised as cigarettes uh very professionally and uh like you know and he didn't care or he didn't care and i went through and uh, the guy inside, like, as I was walking by the security guard, was like, <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> and I was just like, I was like, I was like, yeah. And he, and he's like, he, and he, yeah, he was like, neat. Uh, but he was like, <laughs> but he was like, he was like, yeah, nice. And, uh, and so like me and my buddies went and we like went down on the floor and stuff. And that security guard came over and was like in our section. And he was like standing right over, like in, in our section, like at the end of the thing. Uh, cause we were on the ground floor, like yeah. on the ground seats, uh, standing room. And, um, fucking like when the show started, all the lights went out. And literally, the, 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 like, lead singer of the band was like, light your joints now! And stuff like that. And you just see a bunch of lights, just lighters popping up around the show. Just like you see sparks of light and stuff like that. And it's all in the dark, so the security doesn't know exactly where to go, right? Oh, God. I know, right? And they, and, and they didn't care. They didn't care at all. And so the lights, the, the house lights came back on, and everything, the stage lights came back on. Like, there was a bunch of clouds, like, of smoke coming up from the crowd and stuff like that. And the security <sighs> guard... That was over, like, over on the side. That was the cool one, man. That was, like, nice to us. Was just standing there, and he had the biggest grin on his face. He, like, he was, like, this is the best day of work I have had in a long time. Like, ever. Like, and he had, he looked so fucking happy. And honestly, I am, uh, I am stoked that, uh, that, that guy had a great day that day. I had a great day that day as well. And that made the crowds way more bearable is the fact that everybody there was smoking weed and it like if everybody in the crowd is smoking <laughs> weed i think it's a whole different story it's the best crowd ever like it's i would that's crowd. a crowd that's like our crowd yeah. that's like the buds at home right now listening to this podcast that's the kind of crowd that i like that like all of us yeah. crowded together listening to the podcast smoking weed fuck yeah and listening to this dumbass list that we pulled out of our ass at fucking 12 o'clock at hey sunday we- you know, we, we <laughs> do shit. We do shit. We do, you know, this is how we do. Um, this is but, how uh, we do. And with but, all uh, that, yeah, that's a solid number two. And before we wrap up this list, yeah. we have to get to some honorable mentions. Gift yeah. wrapping. Shopping. Loud noises. Bird watching. Fire. Work. That scene in Titanic. You know the one. Yeah, that that the one. You know the one. You know the one. But yep, I think that yeah. just about does it for our honorable mentions. Yeah. Hopefully, you buds have enjoyed the list and let us know with likes, comments, subscribe. Let us know in the comments what you think and let us get to our number one. Yeah, comment down below what you think number one is going to be right now. Insert drum roll here for about I don't know a few seconds. Number one. Everything. everything literally just, everything just everything is fucking better like why everything. did we even have to make a list it's this simple. list was redundant this was completely. an entirely redundant list every single number before number one was completely redundant it's like a movie that ends with they were yeah we just wasted all of your time uh, they, they, it was like all a, a dream it's like a movie yes, it was all a dream you know like it was he actually died in vietnam and the whole thing never happened you know like the, the trippy ass thing never exactly. just yeah. He's actually just bleeding out in a bathtub or yeah, something. He, he's the one who killed his wife the whole time, you know? Like, it's... it's, it's fucking fucking... Edward, Edward Cullens was actually eaten to death by fucking vultures on a log pile. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking... Seriously, Spoiler like, alerts. Yeah, so like, so seriously, though, it's... Everything. Everything. Every... Everything is better when you're high on weed. It's like, it's like, what's the song? Like, I think Family Guy nailed it really well. You don't need crap, Every... you don't need speed. Everything is better with a bag of weed. Like, exactly. That is one hundred percent true, and like and that that rang Everything. true to me that day that I, the first time I heard that it rings true every day since, 
and uh, everything is better when you've got wheat. Um, whether it's and you know, I couldn't, I honestly couldn't agree more yeah. with that guy from Half Baked. We were saying it as a joke at the beginning, but no, he's no, serious. he's he's legitimately. I don't like, want to be the guy to sit there and, and I'm not going to say sit it to there, people. And I'm not going <laughs> to sit there and say it to people constantly. But yeah. Hopefully, all you buds can agree with us when we say, for the little bits when we do, everything, everything is better on weed. On weed, man. On weed, man. Like seriously, it's it's amazing. And uh, thank you so much, like Curtis said, for sticking around for the entirety of this list. Like I'd like to like ask you now, after all of those shenanigans, to like, comment, and subscribe, and share this with all of your buds, because that would be super fucking cool. Like I mean, you know, we've uh, been putting a lot of work in this. We're getting very close to episode fifty. We hope you buds will stick around with us until that. We got something a little bit special planned, so you just kind of gotta stick around to find out what it is. Cause my voice is gonna get you getting tired. Okay. Anyway, um, so very nice. Hopefully, you buds have all been on weed and have been enjoying this podcast even more. Try it again while you're sober and see how intolerable it really is, including my English, which is bad. <laughs> my mouth but... words don't make good things for your ear hails to make them understand. Oh hi, Shank. Oh hi. Oh hi, Kurt. I did not hit Curtis. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh, hi. <laughs> but no, no, with no. All this... I did not hit Isaac. I did not. No. Oh hi, Curtis. <laughs> but with all that being said, I have one more bong packed ready for the end of this episode. Right yes. here. Yes. And I have another bong who packed right and ready here. And hopefully, you buds at home have your bongs packed, bowls packed, joints rolled, rigs ready, vapes ready, blunts rolled, edibles. It, I hope it they've kicked in by now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It is time for the last time of the episode to bu- 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 blaze it. Toke, toke, shkaboke. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Ooh. With all that being said, hopefully you join us next week as we roll on for the road. We will see you next week on the Good Buds podcast. Later, buds. Later.